You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Virginia, Minnesota, the Diocese of Duluth and Holy Spirit Church. Mark Cheney, your host today, alongside at the radio microphone, Ben Frost and Father Brandon Moravitz. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Ben. It's great to be here today as we uh, launch into Holy Week 2020, um, uh, an incredibly unique time across the world, uh, but an opportunity for us to really enter into um, what this week teaches us all about, and that's you know, uniting our suffering with the Lord and knowing that in our suffering, man, God can do some great things. Yeah. The Holy Week's always one of my favorite times of year in that... Uh, there's just something sacred about it. You just feel an ability to enter into these days and to, to journey with the Lord through all these uh, incredible moments. You know, yesterday we celebrated as Jesus comes into Jerusalem and uh, the people are laying palm branches. And it's always so moving when we read um, the Passion uh, during the Gospel and just that reality of we were saying Hosanna and now there's a turning and now the crowds are saying crucify him and and uh, so for me, as we go through this week, we had Palm Sunday. Now we're moving uh, into this Holy Work t- Week towards the Triduum. It's always just very moving because I feel like I'm a part of this so- story, not just a bystander. What, what's your experience, Father, as a, as a priest during this week? You know, yesterday was so, so beautiful. You, we read that Palm Sunday Passion year after year after year. And I, I think because of the local situation and the, the situation across the world, I was struck how so often in that Passion narrative, People like leave Jesus and Jesus is all alone. Hmm. And in a time where we're facing some people, a lot of isolation and, and aloneness, I, I felt really drawn into those situations in the passion where, where the Lord's alone. He's isolated. He's quarantined, so to speak, but he's always communing with the Father. And I, I, it just pulled, it tugged on my heart to, to say, hey, you know, Father Brandon, when you're, when you're alone, you can commune with the Father like Christ did. And that's for anybody out there that's listening that has that aloneness, that's struggling. Like many times the Lord was alone with just Him and the Father. And, and, and I think this Holy Week we're reminded that, that, that Christ calls us to commune and keep our eyes fixed on the Father no matter what our circumstance, even in our loneliness. Yeah. My, uh, go ahead. Lots to cover live on Real Presence Live this morning. We're grateful to have you with us. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live on any or any of our daily programs that you hear on RPR via the app? Simply go to the app store on your phone, search for Real Presence Radio. Once downloaded, Real Presence Radio is accessible anywhere you are at any time. So if you don't have RPR on your app yet, go to the RPR or go to the app store and download and listen to the uh, next interview. And uh, we've got a special guest coming up uh, having a little problem getting on the line. Mike is going to talk with us uh, on, on the phone here from Catholic United Financial about uh, the, the situation in our world today with uh, the financial markets. And uh, it'll, Mike will be with us in just a moment. So let's talk more a little bit about the, uh, the Holy Week and uh, lots, lots to talk about indeed. Yeah, and I think uh, for me, a beautiful experience yesterday being with my family and we were all saying in our family, like, gosh, we really want to go to Mass. We want to receive the Eucharist as we enter into these holy days. But it was beautiful to to watch our live stream from our parish as a family and uh, even looking at my kids. You know, sometimes we come to church, and it's like I get, they, they drive me crazy. <laughs> but now that they're home, I sense that they're missing something. Mm. And... Uh, 
So that was very moving to me to watch them preview the or to pray with and watch the uh, the mass on TV, and and just a real sense of gosh they long for it too. I know a lot of adults long for it, but I think our our, our youth are longing for our Lord during this Holy Week as well, Father. Yeah, I think you're you're right in that, and I I know I, I've heard just some fears that all of a sudden people are going to get too comfortable at home watching their mass on TV, but I I I believe with every fiber of my being more and more families and homes are are praying the mass and 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 they're praying the mass like they've never prayed before in their homes and i think that when they come back to mass it's going to enhance their participation and i think our 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 mass experience is going to grow in a tremendous way so i'm just excited for all that's in store for us and i just encourage families to do all you can um, to find ways to enter into this holy week in your homes in a unique way but an incredible beautiful way beautiful This is Real Presence Live, continuing our program this morning from Holy Spirit Church here in Virginia. Mark Cheney, your host, alongside Father Brandon Barovitz and Ben Frost. And the stock market is making some record history. It's probably the worst first quarter in history due to the corona situation, the corona pandemic. And uh, what can we make of this? Joining us now via the phone line, Mike Farrell from the Catholic United Financial. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mark. Glad to have you with us this morning. Mike, Thank you. Uh, Ben Frost, Father Brandon here from Virginia, Minnesota, and uh, happy to have you on. And as we start, maybe you could tell our listeners, uh, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and your work. Sure, I'd love to. Well, first off, uh, it seems like coming full circle here this morning, uh, you guys are broadcasting from the uh, church that I was baptized in almost 62 oh years ago. So, uh, <laughs> How cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Well, welcome home, Mike. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was born in Virginia and, and baptized there in the Holy Spirit. So uh, it's been a long time since I've been back there, though. <laughs> Incredible. Come, come on back sometime, Mike. <laughs> I will. I will certainly do that. So anyhow, uh, I'll just give you guys a quick Reader's Digest version of my background. Uh, uh, I grew up after after leaving Virginia. I grew up most of my uh, uh, years in Watertown, South Dakota, and uh, uh, going off to the University of St. Thomas and St. John Vianney Seminary. Uh, graduated from there, and then uh, worked as a director of religion for a couple of years, and then went into the business world, and and really have been in the business world ever since. I'm a 30 plus year entrepreneur. I've been involved in multiple uh, business startups. Uh, really working in a variety of different industries. I've spent a lot of time in the financial services industry. Uh, and uh, today I work with Catholic United Financial, which is uh, a company that uh, obviously uh, supports our Catholic faith and uh, work with folks uh, really in estate and business and charitable planning. Uh, I also direct a program called the Certificate of Integrated Leadership uh, down at the Benedictine Leadership Institute at Mount Marty College in Yankton. And then I'm an author and a speaker and an executive coach as well. So uh, wow. lots of things to keep me busy. <laughs> wow. that's, that's beautiful. Hey, Mike, I know a lot of our listeners and myself as well, you know, you tune into the news and there's just incredible volatility in the markets and we see a lot of our investments that are going down. And so maybe the next question, what can we make of this all, all this volatility from a financial perspective? Yeah, I think, you know, we have, uh, you know, one thing that I would say is that we've been, uh, we're in kind of uncharted water right now. Uh, You know, I mean, unless we're 80 plus years old and have been through World War II, 
we really haven't been in this type of situation where we have sort of a, a double whammy because we have a health crisis, but we also have a financial crisis that's been created by this this health crisis. And so I think it's important that we take that perspective and understand that. That being said, we have been through financial crises uh, as recent as, as 2008 uh, with the Great Recession, and we saw wide swings in the, in the markets and those kinds of things. Uh, one thing I would say, in my opinion, is that uh, this time it's a little bit different because I, I don't think a lot of people really understood, and I was very involved in the financial services industry back in 2008, I don't think a lot of people really understood how close we were teetering to financial collapse. Uh, it was close. I mean, we had large banks that were ready to go under, and, and I don't think we're in that situation today. Now, that being said, that doesn't help anybody as they watch their portfolios go up and down and, and, and down and down and down, you know. But I, I think the one thing to remember, and, and I talk with folks every day about this, is that uh, – this is all cyclical. Uh, if, if history is our teacher, we look back and we see that we have been through these situations before. Uh, those people that panic uh, and make financial decisions based on that panic typically are the ones that pay the most. Uh, and so I think if, if there's anything that I would encourage folks to realize is have patience. Uh, have patience that, that uh, this too shall pass. And don't make, you know, rash decisions based on what's going on. I think the last piece of this is really making sure that your plans are in place because of the health side of this thing, making sure that your plans are in place. So, God forbid, if something does happen, uh, you are going to have things happen the way you want them to happen, whether you can't make decisions or whether you're not there to make decisions. So making sure that you've got durable powers of attorneys set up, making sure you've got health care directives set up based on your Catholic faith, making sure that your wills and your trusts are up to date, uh, even things like beneficiary designations, making sure that you've got the right beneficiaries set up on, on the various life insurance policies and annuities and retirement plans and all those kinds of things that have beneficiaries on them. Uh, if you've got those things set in place, uh, then, you know, you should be in, in it should at least allow yourself a little more peace of mind. All very good points. Uh, you're in tune to Real Presence Live. We are coming to you live this morning from Holy Spirit Church here in Virginia, Minnesota, part of the Diocese of Duluth. Mark Cheney, your host this morning, alongside Father Brandon Barovitz and Ben Frost. Our guest this morning, a special guest, Mike Farrell of the Catholic United Financial. Hey, Mike, this is Father Brandon, and just, I, mean, I wonder if you could just say a few words about connecting our Catholic faith to the financial crisis and, and mm -hmm. how we can look at this through the lens of our faith and how this can be an opportunity for us, you know, to, to grow in our union with the Lord, um, that all things, you know, flow from the Lord and go to the Lord, um, and our Catholic faith can help give perspective to these. So anybody that's out there that's, that's listening, um, how would you um, might advise them to, to keep their faith at the heart and center of this financial crisis? Yeah, I think that's, I think, Father, that's, that's, critically important is that we do that. And, you know, I, I, I like to uh, refer uh, the, our new bishop here in Sioux Falls, Bishop DeGroote, had a, had a great video that he did a couple of weeks ago at kind of the beginning of this thing, talking about the image of Jesus in the boat and, and the storm around them and the apostles 
worrying and and being concerned for what's going on and and uh, Jesus waking up and and telling the storm to be still and I think that's that's something that I think we want to keep in mind as all of these things go on around us is that um, we we have to be able to it, it's very difficult to be there for somebody uh, if you're panicked if you're worried if you're you know all of those kinds of things i think we and especially as we come into holy week this week uh you know one of the things that i would encourage everybody to do is first off you know stay off the news um the news is is depending on the source and depending on where it's coming from you don't know whether it's good bad or otherwise and and all it does is put us in that uncertainty and uncertainty breeds fear uh the other piece of it is encourage people you know i you know i i look at social media right now and and you know i'm looking at what's going on with social media and and rather than you know there's going to be plenty of time after this for us to discuss whose fault it was and point the blame and all that kind of thing but you know especially this week during holy week i would encourage everybody to the messages that you put out there make sure that they're supportive and that they're encouraging and that you're helping folks because that's really what folks need at this point in time yeah yeah mike we got just about a minute left and maybe any last words of encouragement you know i I definitely see a lot of fear out there and panic you used a lot and even some people just confusion like gosh i don't i don't really know much about finances and investments and and any last words of encouragement uh to our listeners this morning just to reassure them that they can stay the course keep their eyes on the lord and, and we'll get through this well, I think the the biggest thing really is is uh, having patience, uh, trust in the Lord that this is going to pass, and it will. Uh, I think that uh, that's the biggest thing. I think the other thing is finding resources that can support you. Uh, you know, I have been through this in the 2008 financial crisis. Uh, in fact, a new book coming out at the end of the month called The Sweet Spot, where business strategy, positive psychology, and faith principles uh, converge. And so finding resources like those things, uh, you know, folks want to, I've got some resources on my website as well called principledflourishing.com. You can go to that. Uh, There's all kinds of resources out there, but I think making sure that what you're trying to do uh, is encourage, support, pray for those. Uh, There are folks that are going to need a lot of that as they go through the the stages of what's going on with this virus. And I I think that's the biggest challenge that we have today. Super, super. Great information. Great information. Thank you so much for joining us today on Real Presence Live. Stay with us as as we return. We'll hear what's on Father Brandon's heart as we begin this Holy Week and later how important it is to stay connected as we continue through this time of social isolation. And uh, we'll even ask a couple of questions of Exodus 90, guys. We'll ask that question and more. All this and so much more coming up as Real Presence Live continues. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Through these times of trial, we invite you to join us in steadfast prayer for all those affected by the coronavirus and for increased hope and trust in the Lord. 
Monday through Friday from 10.30 to 11 Central during Real Presence Live, our hosts lead a live rosary for these intentions. We also celebrate daily Mass at 9 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. after the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And on Sundays, we bring you Mass at 7 and now 10.30 a.m. Central. Please join us as often as you can. We're your family of faith and hope. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Today, live from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, part of the uh, Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. And uh, I am Mark Channing, your host, joined by Father Brandon Moravitz and Ben Frost. Hey. Thanks, Mark. Yes, we're here. Hand it over to Father for some words of encouragement this morning. Hey, it's <laughs> so good to have all of you out there listening today. And um, I really want to encourage everybody to take some time with today's gospel, um, this Monday of Holy Week. And one of the things this morning as I was reading today's gospel and just kind of praying through it, and I mentioned this in this morning's homily, that line um, in today's gospel, and it's right after um, Mary, you know, what, like, dries the, the, the feet of Jesus and anoints the feet of Jesus and, and it, this, this fragrant oil and it says the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. And, and there, there's something about that image that I want us to imagine just sitting in a room and there's that fragrance that comes, this, this beautiful aroma that's soothing. And at this time in our world, we need the fragrance of Christ to just enter into our workplaces and to our families and our schools and our streets and and I and I that <laughs> was such a beautiful image for me this morning and, and I see that happening in so many homes where the fragrance of the Lord is just stirring in hearts uh, and we have to we have to really keep praying that that fragrance of the Lord and the gift of our Catholic faith enters into the world at this time um, and so that gospel I, I think for all of us to really to pray about that um, am I saying yes to the Lord and yes to the gift of our faith and allowing the fragrance of the Lord and the church to enter into all those places that I'm entering into at this time? Hmm. Yeah, and I think that, as you said that, the beautiful thing is that fragrance comes from a response of conversion, right? A desire to, to draw closer to the Lord, to anoint his feet. And and I do think we, we need that in our homes. And sometimes I think too, Father, is the... like. I'm in this reality where I desire that. I desire to draw closer to the Lord, to, to smell that sweet fragrance. But then the, the noise of the world and the, the chaos that's out there, like it just blocks sometimes. And so I feel like this internal conflictedness sometimes where I, I've got the news on and you worry about work stuff and finance stuff. And and uh, so how do we practically like try to push some of those those distractions away so that we can focus on that that sweet fragrance? Yeah, I mean, I think the question is, is um, what voice am I listening to? Um, we live in, 
um, a world where we have constant voices that are speaking to our, our hearts and our minds. And we're reading things on social media. We're watching things on news stations. We're reading blogs. We're listening to the radio where everybody's kind of throwing things at us. And I think it gets so confusing sometimes. How do we hear the voice of the Lord in the midst of all the noise? And, I, and, and to all of our listeners, like, like real, real simple practical application is the voice of the Lord is always inviting us to trust him. And, and there's this, come to me, you know, d- d- like, come follow me. And, and, and the voice of the world and the voice of the evil one is an attack. You can't get through this. This is going to destroy you. You'll never make it. You're not good enough. It's, it's this attacking voice. And so often it's a loud voice that we hear, and then we give in to, and then it, it, it breaks us. But the voice of the Lord is always an invitation yeah. to, 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 to follow him. And so my, my friends that are out there, we, it's so important that, that we discern through those voices. And when you hear that gentle, still voice, that's where you must go. And I think that's the challenge today, at least for me, is that the noises of the world are so loud. And to quiet my heart, to hear that gentle voice, that is a struggle sometimes, especially right now. Now, whether that's the reality of me with six kids where there's literally just noise all over the place, uh, but also just these worldly noises and these fears and these things that are going through my head, and that's where I think the, the challenge is to really be intentional to say, I'm going to turn off the news. I'm going to turn off the social media. I'm going to find a place where I can just be quiet. And then the sweet aroma of that fragrance, I think, can come into play where we, we encounter the Lord and, and draw closer to him. And, and it's a challenge today. I think a lot of our listeners uh, might feel that as well as, you know, the, the, the voice is so loud. How do I, how do I silence them and enter into relationship with the Lord? Yeah. And I think again, like, I love that word intentional. We have to be intentional about it. If we just think about it and we talk about it and say, oh yeah, it'd be nice. And we never do it. Like we're we're not going to get anywhere. Like we have to intentionally set up things in our life that allow us to hear the Lord and not make excuses, not say I'm too busy, not say, you know, like we are busy people, but we have to intentionally slow down. And, and one thing I, I keep encouraging here, and I see priests doing it more and more around the nation, is I can't help but encourage you, set up a sacred place in your home. Don't just have it in a place where everybody's running around all the time. If you can find a closet or a, an extra room somewhere, even if at this time, if you have to do some moving and shifting, create a space in that. You just teach your family, this is our quiet space. And so maybe one of your ch- children is having a struggle. They know they can go in there, and there's a little sacred space for them to pray and listen. They see dad and mom in there praying, and they know that that space is different. Um, and it teaches them that, that, that ability to be still, but also for moms and dads, that you create a space that your children, hopefully, can have a sense of respect when mom and dad are in there praying, we be quiet in there, all right? That, that, our, that our chapels aren't just in the middle of our living rooms, and I know it's hard because we've got our TVs and we're watching computers and stuff, but I think creating a sacred space in your home can help instill that ability to hear the voice of the Lord. Hmm. You know, as you're saying that, Father, maybe a question for you, so the reality of so many families is we're kind of, we're stuck in our houses right now. And again, this is just speaking from my experience, six kids under the age of 12. And uh, it is a big, big challenge to find any quiet. Even like we're trying to teach them to be quiet, to go find a space, but there's just noise all the time. But is there even something like, so the, we have this ideal of shooting to say like, gosh, we want to enter into the silence. But does the Lord 
appreciate the effort even in the midst of the storm if there's i just think so many listeners might be like i desire that quiet and i don't experience it because my kids are driving me crazy (laughs) what what do you think yeah i mean there's no question about it i mean i i I think the the lord knows our hearts more than we know our own hearts and 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 the intention is critical that that we intend to continue to foster that environment in which we can hear the voice of the lord um, and, I, and I don't want to over-romanticize it. I mean, I have one sister that has got five children and one more on the way, and another sister has three children and one more on the way. And it is, it's, it's intense, it's chaos. And, but yet on the other hand, we can't give up on that. Um, and so I think in the chaos, we must continue to strive to create some sacred times of silence. And maybe it has to be a little more intentional, where you, you invite your kids to be a little more reflective. And I know that sounds crazy, but in a, in a culture that's not, too reflective, now is the time that we have to try to be as intentional as we can about that. Yeah. One thing that's helped our family, in addition to trying to teach them to be reflective, is kind of leaning on some of the structured prayers in our churches uh, as well. And so I've noticed even in this time, we've had more time to pray the rosary. It's nice, actually, Father, with you doing so much on, on live stream, on Facebook Live, that our family will huddle around the computer and pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy every day at 3, pray the rosary each day. We can check in for night prayer with you at night. And sometimes... Even that, just having some structure for them, like they know, like, okay, I'm going to pray the Hail Mary now, and it focuses them, uh, that, at least in our home, it, it seems to be very helpful. Yeah, and that's huge, Ben. I know in my life, I, like, struggle with structure. I'm kind of this free spirit that likes running around all the time. But even during this time, I've created structure in my life. And I think for families to have that routine in your life, that's so critical that here's the time where we, we, we sit down and we pray. Here's the time where we eat. Structure is critical. There's a reason why monasteries have an order of life, okay? I know families can't live as structured as a monastery, but an order of life is a way of penance, is a way in which we create focus. And as difficult as it is, it's really critical that we create that sense of order in our families, in our lives, in our priesthood. Um, with that order, um, we can then hear that voice of the Lord. Yeah, so beautiful. And and so I encourage all of you, find some time for quiet. Find some time to smell that sweet uh, aroma and find some time for those structured prayers as well. Great words of wisdom this morning. There is so much more to uh, come here on Real Presence Live coming up. Stay connected during this pandemic. Why is it such an important thing to do and how can we do it as many of us continue the uh, social distancing? We'll dive into this and more coming up here on Real Presence Live.